Attention human, prepare yourself for the double pip cast. And welcome back to the Double Pip Cast, where almost every week we catch you up with the goings-on within the Transformers trading card game universe. I'm your host, Cam. You've also got Mr. All-Too-Easy, Brandon. In the building. And OG, triple OG, Bluntman, Sean G. What's up, nerds? (laughs) Nerds! It's good to be back. It's good to talk to you guys again, especially hot on the heels of one of the most anticipated Transformers releases, Titan Masters Attack. We always catch you up on the goings-on within the Transformers TCG universe, but in our own universe, we've had some crazy, crazy stuff going on, and of course, that's the uh, you know really unfortunate underplaying it, but the uh, George Floyd... Uh, you know, tragedy that kicked off a, a ton of craziness, uh, much needed. Um, unfortunately, it had to happen after a uh, basically crazy catalyst. Um, and you know, uh, although we're just a small podcast, uh, it's it's worth bringing up that you know, uh, all all uh, all of this um, needs to happen. You know, Black Lives Matter. Uh, being somebody who is not black, not African-American at all, um, all I can say is that I'm an ally and uh, there's definitely more that I can do uh, in order to not just not be racist, but be actively uh, actively against racism. Um, so, you know, it, it, it didn't seem right to just jump straight into the goings on within the Transformers universe without addressing some of the craziness that's going on out there and and what people are doing right now uh, in the streets of major cities and what what people are dealing with uh, that don't look like me um, and are are from different walks of life uh, than me and some aren't some are uh, basically probably in the same had the same upbringing as me but just uh, uh, just because the way they look they're they're treated differently so that's not cool. Uh, hopefully, uh, you're doing things, donating, getting out there, and uh, doing what you believe in in order to, uh, you know, fight for this cause. Uh, Brandon and uh, Sean, I don't know if you had anything to add to that, but felt like it was worth bringing up. No, it is worth bringing up. It's a, um, it's important, right? It's important enough where major corporations and major companies are taking notice uh, because unfortunately this is not the only time this has happened there's there's, there's many many you know uh, events that have happened before that are very similar which is why you know like uh, like Chappelle, uh, like Chappelle was saying in his 846 special and the streets are talking right now you know and that's that's what's happening and you know the, there's a lot going on you know on all sides that we just have to be aware of and hey everybody appreciates it's just being a decent human being to people like mm-hmm. you know that that's the bottom line just hey don't don't be a jerk and everything else works itself out from there right mm-hmm. i you know it, it is different right it is different there are different 
perspectives. Everybody has mm-hmm. a different perspective. Everybody hasn't, you know, grown up experiencing the same thing. You know, I myself have been like the first black person people have met, right? That's always an interesting experience. You know, I was in the military for quite some time. So, you know, there's, you got to run across a lot of different walks of life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially in our industry gaming, you know, there wasn't a lot of minorities running around gaming in general, especially even 20 years ago. Now it's, you know, much more commonplace, uh, you know, to see brothers and sisters at events and, and mm-hmm. run around and playing these games and talking about it, you know? So I think we as gamers are doing our things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're jerks, but uh, we were accepting of pretty much everybody. So, you know. Yeah, we'll probably we'll, call we'll you out if you smell. You are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, game, gamers don't hate each other on the race. They hate each other with what they play. Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah, gamers are toxic for entirely different reasons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We're more but... we're more Dexus. <laughs> uh yeah so on to on to lighter things but um yeah felt like it was worth notice uh noting uh thanks brandon and thanks sean for chiming in um so titan masters attack before we jump into the what's on the docket for today which is going over some of the you know basic rules and some of the faq from the titan masters attack talking about that uh expressing our thoughts on what that brings to the game and then the rules roundup that came out on uh, June 10th, talking about some of the uh, clarification that was needed due to the new mechanics that were brought in with the heads, the bodies, stratagems, and so on, and how that works with the rest of the wave. But all of us have cracked a box or two. Sean, I'm going to throw it to you. What, uh, what are your thoughts so far on the wave after cracking a few boxes? Well, I... I'd say it's probably one of my favorite ways. Uh, just like it has a lot of good battle cards in it. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of good, you know, even most of the Titan Masters and stuff are pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not all too expensive. So you can really, you know, play like a good team of just them and a couple stratagems or something. I like the stratagems. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's something we talked about like in lots of episodes earlier about kind of like world kind of enhancements or something like that so Mm -hmm. you know i hope they continue that trend that's that's one my biggest gripe is the trend they did not continue was mercenaries they didn't have any mercenary bots they didn't have any kind of mercenary specific cards now do you think that was on purpose because they they had uh probably just off the top of my head what five to eight mercenaries you had nightbird mudflap uh detritus maybe because if you you know look at combiners you know they didn't on purpose do anything with combiners until sky you know and and well yeah until like siege 2 with Mm -hmm. omega supreme and sky uh sky tread so you know that that's that's i'm hope i'm hoping they continue the stratagems but i feel there's not going to be any stratagems in the next set and there mm-hmm. might be a mercenary bot or two or something yeah i'm know? wondering so. just just as an aside i'm wondering if mercenaries and we can talk about this later but i'm wondering if mercenaries are going to be uh played more now that there's all of these like autobot hate cards there's not a lot of things call out mercenaries like when you're against a mercenary 
Uh, so maybe mixing one of them into your your lineup is going to be important. Well, well, well. Even with like doing the Titan Masters, because now you can have a mercenary or two on a team that has a Decepticon and an Autobot that's pretty cheap, mm -hmm. and so now you can play, you know, pretty much all of the mercenary cards. You know, because there's some that only work if you have an Autobot on your team. There's some that only work if you have a Decepticon on. Your team. Yeah. So you know, they they you know there are some benefits to them in the set. But I still think, you know, a, a couple of cards or two, maybe a bot or two, maybe even a, a mercenary Titan Master or something would have been cool, you know? So I'm, I, I'm just hoping they continue that tread. That's my only gripe with the Wave. Other than that, I'd, the Wave looks great. I just want to play it in. I want to have some sealed games to, you know, really, you know, be able to play the sealed environment in it. Yeah. And I'm hoping they bring heads back in the next wave or in future waves so yeah. we get more heads. Well, they they gotta, see, and that, they that's another heads. Yeah. Well, you know, they might they might bring out more, but will there be any in the next set? So mm -hmm. if, the, if the trends maybe continue, you know, there may not be any new Titan Masters for a set or two. Yeah. So what are your thoughts, I'm gonna, Brandon? I'm going to digress, right? Okay. So I'm curious if mercenaries in general, because we talk about mercenaries, and I watched, I've watched my fair share of Transformers. I mean, some of the new stuff I haven't seen mm -hmm. as much of, but, you know, I, I've watched uh, Autobot or two, you know, defend the world against anarchy, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the mercenaries being represented at all in, like, the Autobots franchise. Like, I, I don't know. And I'm trying to think. Because I remember there were the there were the the Autobot I, think, I forget what they were called but they were the the robots or they were the bots that had both symbols that they could uh, they could they could flip their symbol and then they were like you know okay I'm with you guys and now I'm with you guys and I, they had a name and I forget what it was called but uh, I'm not making this up this is something that they, they oh, had yeah. uh, I forget what it oh man I forget what that that particular you know those transformers were called but i don't recall any uh any of the mercenaries being like a faction in og transformers gen 1 transformers or the you know beast wars or any of that stuff right i think it's mainly from like a lot of the comics stuff while like for while on cybertron there were there were there were like several factions on Cybertron, mm -hmm. but there were there were like two dominants, and that was the Autobots and the Decepticons. They warred with each other until the other factions finally had to take a side because they were, you know, that that's just how it was going. Right. The Decepticons so, were winning the war. So the reason that I say that is because. Uh, the mercenaries don't have any like titans that we're aware of that have been released so far. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering, you know, maybe that's intentional. Uh, maybe the reason that they didn't get any heads and stuff is because they just don't have any uh, any titans in the franchise. Or maybe that's uh, well, just not there's... something that they do. I'm not sure. Well, I know they they have like tons of like uh, toys that you know aren't even released in. Uh, America sometimes a lot of them are just Japanese only toys so, right because headmasters yeah, that... was originally Japan only yeah so so there's a lot of stuff that's made in Japan because Transformers is real big in Japan too 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, they uh, there's a lot of stuff that the game is taking from them and also like ADW Comics is taking from them in order to... So I, I think there are some. I mean, I don't know off the top of my head because there's like still like 20 other combiners or something that's had toys that, you know, isn't like cards or anything like that. So... There, there's still, you know, more combiners that come on the way, and there's still a lot of Titan Masters that come on the way. But it also just depends on how they want to do it, because, like, I know the new Netflix series, Mirage, starts out as a Decepticon, and then he changes sides to Autobot. Yeah, well, no, you can, you can definitely change the sides. Like, that. Yeah. that's legit. You know, was that Starfire did that, or Skyfire, mm-hmm. or whatever his name is? Jetfire, yeah. Jetfire, Jetfire. Um but yeah i'm thinking like mercenaries as a faction like how is that going to play out mm-hmm. and if we have to wait for the the animation to come out to find out what the deal is because i'm curious like do they have a leader right who is the you know who's who's running things with these mercenaries I think, mercenaries I think, I think like the mercenary faction is being treated kind of like how uh decipher ccg and the star wars they had they had three, they had like rebels, they had empire, but then they also had what was the neutral faction. And that Mm -hmm. was just, that was just anyone who wasn't, you know, dead set on those sides. So I don't think it's like a, it's not really a a faction faction with the leader. It's just more of a faction to whereas these people really don't have a side. Yeah. Like Boba and IG 88 are two lockdown and deadlock. I mean, okay. They're they're yeah. they're bounty hunters. They're whoever's winning, uh, or where whoever's paying the highest. That's that's uh, where they're gonna go. <laughs> it's in the name. Yeah. But Brandon, what about you? You've you've opened uh, a box or two. What uh what were your thoughts when you were cracking those packs? Man, the, these cards look fantastic. I think the the game design is is pretty balanced. I haven't seen anything that's just overly powered, even though. A couple of the episodes ago, we talked about the faction-specific cards, uh, naming Energon Mace. Uh, yeah, I think so. uh, not the Energon Mace, the one that does the one point of damage to a. Um, I think it does one point of damage and then uh, does an additional yeah. point of damage to all the sep- uh, Autobots or what? Uh, that one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's there's that, and then there's Turn the Tides, which moves right. moves uh, damage around. But yeah. So, so stuff like that you know i like i mean but i haven't seen anything nothing jumps off the board at me like oh my god this this is so unbalanced of course we haven't had any tournament reports or anything like that Mm -hmm. that kind of you know help people figure out the format but i like it i think it's balanced i think it's going to be fun to play and hopefully you know it'll it'll get people in now you know it doesn't seem like it's um like it's overly expensive either i think that's what sean was saying like i was looking on i cracked two boxes mm-hmm. i picked up um you know i picked up a couple super rares and i think that the most i think they're going for is like 65 bucks or something like that which you know isn't great but it's not certainly not bad like i, mean, I guess i'm just used to <laughs> yeah. used to cracking magic and be like well this card is about 115 bucks all right yeah well, I, need, well, I need four of them yeah people got it bad for night racer so i think she got up there a couple times but yeah uh, what what are you guys thoughts on the the heads am i the only weirdo that 
doesn't just doesn't feel right putting Apex Optimus's head on Megatron or Doomshot onto Optimus. I w- I was gonna wait till later and talk about that too because <laughs> it's weird with the the way that uh, the faction rules are, and I guess we'll get into that on the FAQ and uh-huh. the rules roundup. But for sure, it feels like you shouldn't have faction like the the faction loyalty should be representative based on the body right uh-huh. or the main <laughs> bot itself not that's where the heart know, is okay. right <laughs> exactly. the matrix exactly. are you saying are you saying you don't want megatron as a dino bot with the matrix of leadership Come on, <laughs> exactly and then the way that they're doing these things it's it's just awkward and they're like okay well you're gonna get this ability I would rather go for flavor, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wanna, I want the heart, right, of the card is is what I want to go by, not All right, necessarily the specifics with their traits and their mm-hmm. ridiculousness. But mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't. I thought that was odd too, but I guess that's just you know part of the game. So it'll be the way they have to do it. But yeah, man, yeah, it seems feels weird. Well, yeah. it it. It's at least an interesting mechanic. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. the, the, the Titan Masters heads and stuff. So I think, you know, kind of like the combiners, it was a very interesting mechanic. So I think may- maybe that's also a pattern. They do the 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 safe basic set, and then, mm-hmm. oh, we'll do a weird set, and then a, a Siege 1 basic set, and then Siege 2 is kind of like a half a basic and weird set. And then it's like, okay, now we're going to do a weird set. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely one of those those throwback sets calling back to uh, Titan's Return uh, characters where a lot of this art comes from. Uh, the My experience, I was uh, incredibly happy with my experience at uh, the Upkeep Games. Uh, hooked me up with a, a trip to Compact for some of the business that we sent over there. Uh, hooked me up with all of the launch day and, and organized play cards, Arcana, uh, Tidal Wave, all three parts. Uh, what was the name of that shop again? The Upkeep Games. Upkeep Games, shout out. Doing it big, okay. doing it big. And they're going to be uh, doing some some games. The owner is uh, all in, started carrying it, had a really great display. And um, shout out to Chris and Rose at the Upkeep Games. I do have a bone to pick with you on that, Cam. What? I was talking to as I was talking to Chris, when I was picking up the Titan Masters, he was showing me the display, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, Cam was telling me I need to get this and this, but he said... Don't, don't buy Rise of the Combiners? combiners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so I told him, I was like, oh, no, you've got to at least get one box, because on sealed events, I'll always get at least two or three packs of that. So. Yeah, yeah, we were at his computer, like, the day that you and I played... <laughs> I, he's like, so what should I get? I was like, well, get this and get this, but don't get Rise of the Combiners because that's boo boo to foo. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I did notice when he put up his display on the Facebook, uh, he, had, he some. had some combiners there. Yeah, so I was like, you gotta at least have some, man. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. In a pin- in a pinch, I'll buy him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a he's probably got the best display of Transformers TCG in like 50 square miles. Oh least. yeah, it's great. It's fully stocked with everything and He even had the Prime Times 4 uh BCW box that they made like specifically Ooh. for Transformers. Ooh. Nice. I was uh I was thinking about getting one of those. Uh, I'll probably pick it up when when we actually go there and play for real for real. 
because Support I'm not taking my cars anywhere. Store. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta as soon as as soon as he opens up, we gotta meet out there someday to play some. Yes, I think that is shops sure. are opening up at the end of the month, right? Like, or is that when Wizards is releasing the um, giving the go ahead to do events? Yeah, I heard some rumbling about that because they are doing a pre-release. I feel like uh, yep, pre-release event. Yeah, talking about that last week. Yep, and then um, yes, pre-release. I think they said they're gonna try to do depending on each municipality what they're uh, what they're able to do in terms of gatherings. Um, so yeah, definitely looking forward to getting back and playing as soon as uh, it's never going to be totally safe, right? But uh, as long as we're not cutting each other's decks and coughing in each other's mouths, <laughs> I think I think we'll we'll be as, better off than not. As long as, long no, as you're not, you know, if you're not sick, then, you know, you're probably okay. And everyone, at least at that point, has got to take some responsibility on themselves to it's like well if i get sick all i can blame is myself right know? so right right you know if you don't feel safe stay home you know if you do we'll you know still take precautions but mm-hmm. 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 bring all of it everybody come on out bring everybody bring your mama out there we need yeah, to see yeah. some bodies <laughs> in these stores <laughs> all right. we need some cardboard and these people's hands bring it bring the heat mm-hmm. no that's very responsible i would never ever encourage you to come out to the stores or even uh generate price support or recommend that you bring a friend you know to introduce them to the transformers game there have been a lot i feel like this happens every time a new wave comes out but there have definitely been a lot of people popping up on facebook and social media uh even new listeners to the double pip cast going through our back catalog uh right around this titan masters attack release uh, speaking of new uh, new people listening, and to those of you who have listened since the beginning, if you want to hit us up at doublepipcast at gmail.com, very official, I don't know if you've heard about Gmail, but doublepipcast at gmail.com. If there's anything that we missed during this episode, or if you have any questions for me, Sean, and Brandon, uh, send us a message. If we missed something, uh, forgot a detail, uh, let us know. We'll cover it on the next episode. And or, go ahead. Or if you just want to yell at us, you don't yeah. like us, don't like our voice, let me know that too. Yeah, I'll probably file that under T for trash, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'll, I'll put it out there on blast. <laughs> no problem. But what's an FAQ? Introduction on an FAQ. We are, of course, reading from the Titan Masters Attack FAQ and you know just some of the new things that you may have heard us talk about. But again, if you're new, this is your first episode. Titan Masters Attack is, of course, uh, all about the Headmasters characters, the Titan Masters characters, uh, go by many names, but the ability for these characters you know and love for their head to pop off and turn into its own bot. And the way that translates into gameplay is they act as buffs, they act as mini-bots that pop off when the main body is uh, dead and gone. Also, something that we've talked about, probably because we're hardened uh, TCG vets, but the addition of permanents, cards that don't ever get into your deck, 
but they can uh, have an effect on the play and, and they're declared at the beginning of the match, just like your characters are. Stratagems. Uh, Sean has talked about these in his Sealed Stratagems video series on Double Pipcast YouTube. But Stratagems, a new permanent card type for the Transformers TCG, has been uh, released alongside this. Stratagems, not only are they permanent, but they specifically call out a uh, character faction or a specific character type. So uh, kind of going back into the, the back catalog of characters that need some love, need some updating, like Cosmos, giving him a support card where you're sacrificing some star power in your deck, but you're bringing him uh, into the game with a brand new take on his ability. Uh, they, they also they have all different types of effects that really kind of warp the rules of the game or add additional uh, power to your, your favorite characters. There's the, the head mode and the body mode that I talked about. So there's characters like um, uh, Wolfwire, the, the werewolf uh, on one side, or the wolf on one side, it almost looks like a Zoid and uh, has a, a standard Transformers body on the other side. They come with the heads and uh, they, they function kind of like a, a normal Transformers card. They can flip back and forth, but then that head gives them a stat boost, whether it's plan, focus, attack, health, defense. Um, that that uh, head, while it's on there, just gives a static stat boost or uh, extra, extra uh, ability. So uh, tons of rules that we could get into, but check out the Titan Masters Attack FAQ on the Transformers TCG support uh, website for more info on what I've talked about so far. Also, hybrid battle icons. Uh, Brandon, can you lay it down for the people what uh, what they can expect from these hybrid battle icons? So hybrid battle icons, that means it's a change-up. So if you're new to playing, uh, you'll notice that the Transformers battle cards have colors in the top right corner, right? They're all red i mean it's going to be orange blue green white uh black and um what's new to this set is they're giving a a i guess an activation trigger which would be the easiest way to identify that it is uh if you if the the bot battling meets the requirements that's inside the pip if it shares a symbol with the symbol that's inside the battle pip then you will be able to get that uh, that color so whatever it does so if it's blue you get that defense on defense if it's orange you get that that attack on attacking um it's important to note with that though you still get the color no matter what so even if you don't meet the tribal requirement or the faction requirement you'll still get the access to the color for triggering of events but you just won't get the buff on attack or defense, which is how they're, they're setting that out. And that is new for the set. And I'm not, honestly, I don't know how much impact it's going to have. Um, because when the, when it seems like a lot of these decks that are getting built, you're building them for the colors, right? That's what mm -hmm. you want. You want that color to trigger or something to happen. But, you know, we'll, we'll see who who's able to break that and, and who's able to to get that done well, just to jump in here something i just thought about uh you know even even with the tribal because effects still come off the colors uh metroplex now has master metallico that's a non-star three pip card for oh, yeah. oh yes his ability 
Yeah, we definitely had. We talked about that. I think when they spoiled that card, and I was like, "Oh, oh God, yeah, yes." <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It's, it's so good. Yeah, because I, I absolutely was looking forward to that. Uh, for those who don't know, I am that Metroplex fanboy. I do love that guy. Speaking that of guy s- gets no support. <laughs> Speaking of city-sized characters waiting for you at the bottom of a sealed Transformers Titan Masters Attack display box is the one and the only Fortress Maximus alongside his head, Cerberus, and Cerberus's head, Emissary. Uh, not to confuse you, you got to take a look at this thing. It's truly something to behold. Very cool-looking character. Sean, mm-hmm. what do you think about Fortress Maximus? Uh, he's pretty cool. He's like the, the, the Russian doll of Transformers. Mm-hmm. You've got to beat him like four times in order to actually you know take him down now of course like the first attack pretty much uh you know takes away his first form mm-hmm. but that first attack is still a pretty you know pretty decent big attack especially if you get uh, the effect to go off on it too yeah but, but even then you know the uh, cerberus and emissary are you know still you know great uh titan uh and the head too so and being able to put emissary you know emissary go on any other uh body as well is pretty good even though you can't put any other head on fortress back right the way that it should be yeah Yeah. and look at it go ahead he's very interesting you know i like him i'll probably make a little deck around him or something to try it out yeah, he looks like he might do well with like an overwhelming advantage or uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe a so, blow fight. So you know, this is one of those like I'm definitely going to make a Fortress Maximix, but that ability is ridiculous. I, it just seems really good. Like people should be able to use it. Uh, for the uh, for those who don't know, I'm just going to break the stats down on Fortress Maximus. He's an eight uh, eight eight attack. Two defense, uh, fifteen health. On his bop body mode, he's got. When this attacks and you flip at least an orange and a black pip, do two damage to each enemy. Flip this into the alt mode after battle. How good is that? <laughs> I mean, like seriously, how good is that, right? And then on the on his uh, on his alt mode, it's eight eight attacks still, uh, fifteen health and two uh, defense also, and. When this defends, and you flip at least one blue and one white, uh, do one damage to the attacker. Uh, this begins uh, with Cerberus and City Commander on him in head mode. And he is a 14-star uh, uh, beater. So, And all the I while, mean, he's got Focus 2, which helps you stack the deck a little bit exactly. and fish, fish that out. Uh, yeah, in looking... I, I keep wanting to say Cerberus, like like the the Hellhound, like the dog. Yeah, but it, it looks like it's closer to uh, Professor X's uh, Cerebro deals. Yes, Cerebros. So it's like Mario Bros and Brain <laughs> Cerebros. That's how I remember that. Hey, it's me, Cerebros. <laughs> there we go. Your favorite Italian Titan Master, <laughs> which would. Which would make sense as it's a head, right? <laughs> Cerebros. Yeah, Cerebros. That, that would go. make more sense. Don't try to try making sense on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
Your crazy, crazy attention to detail there for your list leader. Yeah, so this is also kind of a, a hallmark or a thorn in some people's side, especially collectors. Uh, how many super rares are in this set? Seven. That is Seven super rares. a lot. Yeah. Now, now it's great that there's, you know, one per box, but... Now, the, does that you know, include uh, Cerebro and Fortress Maximus? Because no, I think those things no. are super rares, right? No, they're they're considered promos. They're 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 SRTs, but they're in the promo set. That is so weird to me. There, how they how they provide a rarity that's not just a. It should just be P SRT and mm-hmm. RT on promo cards. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, nah. It should just be a P because Perceptor is a rare. And convex is a rare, but Cerebros is super rare. I don't know. It's <laughs> I, I guess he's harder yeah. to get. I, I have no idea. I guess <laughs> out, out of packs you could pull their stuff. Yes. So but it's still a lot. It's still a crazy amount. I at first I thought it was six, but then in the last minute they introduced the seventh one and i was like are you kidding me right because you got roadbuster night tracer uh wind charger whirl wind sweeper and pounce and that's six there's a seventh one right um well there's a wind yeah there's i I don't i know i just know there's set oh uh tracks yeah so yep. yeah, because I got I got two tracks. Oh no, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, but trade fodder if somebody's looking for him. Yeah, I'm I need to put up some more trade. There you go. I got my set of battle cards now. So nice. There you go. Or my, there you go. My play set. I've got I've got some some crazy jank uh, brewing, waiting for some stuff to show up, and uh, I'm gonna test it against a uh, shockwave to see. See if it can stand the chance or stand the test of uh, the meanest deck. So one of you oh. will have to uh, oh, I'm put it in the think it. tank against me. Oh, this oh, this Thursday is my day off, and I'm doing a sound blaster deck. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks to that rules and the, the clarification on him. I'm gonna, one time I'm gonna have two crystals of power on him. Nice. Just keep <laughs> just keep cycling them. <laughs> Speaking of rules clarifications, uh, some very interesting things coming from Drew Nolasco over at the Wizards of the Coast Transformers TCG team. Uh, they always come out with these uh, rules roundups. They're, they used to be a little more frequent back before, back in the old times, before the, uh, before the comet hit Earth. Uh, they would come out with these rules roundups pretty frequently, maybe once a month. Um, now it's, it's a little less frequent, but we did get one to, because of course people have questions on how these cards work and they wanted to wait until it was out in the wild before they, because, you know, people start seeing the reveals and immediately say, how does this work? How does this work? Uh, so now, now they've got this rules roundup out there. So you, you've heard us talk about being able to have Megatron's body with, uh, Optimus's head. So if that doesn't freak you out, uh, so much that you've turned off the podcast by now, um, if you take a look at one of the cards from last set, Soldier's Blaster, a green pip card, 
uh, a bunch of people wrote in and asked in a collective uh, unison, how does Soldier's Blaster and similar cards work when interacting with a character who is both an Autobot and a Decepticon? So if they have a Decepticon head, an Autobot body, or vice versa, uh, the answer given is, of course, different factions does not mean share a faction identity. So long story short, the uh, Soldier's Blaster will only work against a mercenary in order to get that attack bonus because the character is an Autobot and a Decepticon. So attacking one of the characters that share either of those traits means they're not from a different faction. So uh, making Soldier's Blaster a little less strong than it was before uh, in terms of, at least in my opinion, in terms of uh, use cases. It, it it does help the mercenaries out though, because now a mercenary can, uh, you know, if they're playing Titan Masters that are switched heads, will always get the bonus. Right. When they're attacking with it. Right. So it kind of pushes Soldier's Blaster into a niche, uh, its own power area of where to be used. So you've got Noble's but, Blaster and and. Uh, but Scott. you know, also putting it on your own Titan Masters versus other Titan Masters can. You know, also help out too. But if you're sharing factions, there's so much better cards to be able to put on. Oh, definitely. So uh, we're not going to go through everything in here, but um, there there are definitely some things to know about. Again, take a look at the Transformers Support uh, Wizards uh, The rules roundup from June 10th is on there. But another one that I found interesting, uh, again talking about the mixed factions. Decepticon leader's body with an Autobot head. Matrix of Leadership. Mm. Yep, so you can play Matrix of Leadership on Megatron and and, and get the bu- get the leader buff and, and get the, the buff to the team. Uh, he is yeah. a Autobot leader now. Which put, is cray-cray. Put clobber <laughs> on him. He's mm-hmm. also a Dinobot and can use Jaws of Steels and... Dino Chomp, Electrified Dino Spikes... Chomp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes that's exactly why i was like man i'd rather you gotta pick a lane right yeah, I, no i want to you know i want to make a jank deck just to make some jank stuff like that just got a, a big megatron lumbering at you speaking like a three-year-old yeah. <laughs> peace through tyranny <laughs> <laughs> nice uh so a, a ton of, as, as these waves keep coming out, uh, you know, the, the more games are played, questions come up with timing. Um, hey, this goes off and it's going to kill your bot. No, wait, it doesn't because this or that. Who, how does all this resolve? So it's always been said that uh, the player with the initiative or the active player gets to choose the way that uh, simultaneous cards and their abilities trigger. So one such character uh, that has a confusing but powerful ability is Decepticon Quake, a body character. So question that comes from the players, can you clarify timing on when heads activate in regard to finishing a trigger that caused the body to be KO'd? Example, does Quake damage his own head when he dies? Octone killing a body and then his bounty triggers? Does this kill the head when it is played? The answer over from the people at Wizards. A head's deployability is a triggered ability. 
The active player may order simultaneous triggers how they wish. If the player controlling Quake is the active player, they may order Quake's damage trigger and Quake's head deploy trigger such that Quake's damage ability resolves first. Deep breath. And Quake's head second. Similarly, if Octone's controller is the active player, they can order the trigger such that Octone can KO a body and use Octone's bounty ability to damage that body's head. So, yeah. I'm glad they, 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 they've clarified these things now. So, you know, it's good that we have some, you know, some concrete kind of rules on how timing should go. Because, you know, even before that, there's, you know, always timing issues when it comes to when you're playing battle cards, especially when brainstorm and secret actions and stuff like that come into play right yeah definitely right. definitely valuable but it, it does add a a slight barrier and and really put the onus on not only the responsibility of the players knowing the rules yeah and and or if anybody's officiating uh them being able to to tap into this and or prepare prior to an event so we're not giving out uh you know it all with the way this game is it all comes down to one turn because when i was reading this i absolutely felt like okay you know what this means is they're making this so that depending on whose turn it is it could be totally opposite right so i mean it can be this is just, you're right it's a it's another you know this is gonna be like a pro play move like if it's my turn you know i'll kill both of those things but if it's your turn you'll organize it so that you know only one of them you know one of them dies and then the triggers don't happen like that right that that's gonna that's definitely gonna be something that i think will have an impact in in tournament play going forward um just understanding that i mean i don't think it's gonna be a problem i just think that you know it's it's one of those situations you know where they're going to ask okay whose turn is it and since there's no there's no sub like hey this thing is dying now so then resolve all of that stuff at this point you know and that there's no um i forget what they call it there's a term for it but like a a phase within the phase when something dies you know mm -hmm. usually in mm -hmm. the game state game state checks that's what it mm -hmm. is right there's no you know, hey, game, something died, game state checks this situation, what's going on here, you know, that type of thing. It's just, hey, let me just put it all stacked up, and then depending on whose turn it is, you will sort out the stack. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and now, I'm sure I, this isn't the last rule uh, now, and, with, and craziness we'll see. With uh, thinking about my secret action deck, I actually came up with a timing question that I need to submit mm -hmm. to Transforms. I want to see what you all think about this here. Okay. So, with, submit let's, it. Let's, let's say I have Spy Master's Ruse out. Double okay. pip cast rules roundup, trademark. Yeah. <laughs> let's say I have Spy Master's Ruse out, and I have, let's say, an Infiltrate on mm -hmm. to get rid of a Orange Snout. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's down there. Let's say it's my turn and i'm attacking but they have a secret action now they reveal that secret action mm -hmm. and it has an orange pip now does that secret action considered being played in the sense that i could then use infiltrate to get rid of their secret action so when they play 
a secret action it is colorless. It has no color until it's flipped. Yeah, until it's flipped. So, right. But but if when 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 they flip it mm -hmm. and the color pip is active and infiltrate would would allow you to get rid that cancels an action I I... played with that orange colored pip. Yes. Infiltrate what is, what would does then infiltrate work. say? Infiltrate basically negates it's a blue action, yeah. the one with ravage on it, blue secret action yeah. that uh, or, kills or an orange. infiltrate or you know jam, jam signals, signals. Yep. You, one of those that yep. and then there's that the whenever new... whenever whenever your opponent plays an action you can that has that color that has the corresponding colored pip you can flip the secret action in order to negate that yeah okay. so will that yes. work against an opposing player's secret action while it's your turn yes because because it'll so, it'll yeah. come back to you yeah Yep. Yeah, yeah, because that's a a conditional trigger, right? And it's gonna when the condition is satisfied, that's when that card can be played. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, see, I I just don't know if like in a tournament in a rules setting, if someone could actually argue that the secret action isn't being considered a played action. I don't know. I think yeah. I think just maybe timing or just a clarification. I would no. submit it, but I think that's, I mean, yeah, just... this is the, that's probably one of the, the powers of Spymaster's Ruse is being the first secret action to counteract secret action because, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it could even get rid of, you know, like, let's say they have Heroic Resolve and you happen to have Jam Signals down and they're trying to save their Optimus and boom, nope, can't do it. Yeah. He's dead. So yeah, that's that's one thing I'm thinking about my secret action deck a little bit more of the control aspect. So, well, I think, I think that's what I'm gonna make my video on is using is looking at secret actions as being able to, you know, actually an attempt to make a control deck in Transformers because there's really no control decks in Transformers. You would oh. say there isn't. I would say there's not enough. Uh not enough actions happening to really yeah make but, a control deck viable yeah well see that's what that's what my secret action deck kind of you know is kind of made for is to attempt to make a control deck because it's, you it's pretty miserable out. to play against yeah <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's gonna be worse when i tool it with wave with the new wave five. oh i mean the the new wave just makes it so much better i mean uh they came out with a uh, i'm looking it up now basically a the one thing you couldn't block before was a jam signals or an infiltrate but for white and uh overrule it's black pip mm -hmm. when your opponent plays a white action scrap that action it has no effect so overrule jam signals and infiltrate sean's got you got you <laughs> locked up <sighs> They just need to make something to cancel a green pip, and then I'm good. <laughs> no tech research. How will I function? Uh, so, of course, once everything gets back to normal, you're going to be uh, playing some turbo, you're going to be playing some sealed, and you're also going to be playing some constructed. So, uh, constructed, you're talking about a sideboard, and you can only have one character in your sideboard. Uh, does a body and a head count as one character? Is a head one is a body one and yeah so a body is one character so you you can either sub in a head in your sideboard or you can sub in a body so 
that's the ruling on that. And then turbo format, uh, well, and going back to sideboard stratagems also count towards your, your 10 cards that you can have in your sideboard as well for battle cards. Man, that this, uh, that was always interesting. Like the the way they do characters in this mm -hmm. game for sideboards, it's um, I don't know. It's it's real. It seems real difficult, right? It seems like that is the most complicated strategy. Uh, the most complicated part of having a strategy for a sideboard is those characters because mm -hmm. you have to. If you can only get one, then it has to be the same stars or less obviously mm -hmm. and you probably don't want to go less stars right mm -hmm. because reasons and you're like okay i need this guy's you know something i need i need something you know it's, it seems complicated you know difficult to put that together you know just being only to do one card i'd figure I'd figure they'd allow you to, you know, do basically just a 25 star swap out, right? Mm -hmm. Just call that a day. Right? Like, I hey. think, yeah, I think that would be too, too intense. Just from a, basically, if if you've played this person prior somehow, and, and you know, or you know what they're going to be playing, uh, I mean, it's, I just think that just turns the tables too much so once you've kind of gotten an idea okay everybody here's playing blue time to switch out <laughs> all my characters <laughs> like but hmm. you can't i mean well you still get the 10 cards in the battle set but right. um, you know it's like i don't know uh, and then of course your your people playing you know metroplex or your people playing what is that Crypticon or you know, people playing any of the big bots, like there's no sideboard for them. <laughs> you know, that's like mm, that's just that's just another you know another downside, right? Mm -hmm. just, just take that. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're playing Metroplex. Well, I hope uh, I hope you have what you need in your battles cards because you don't need well, this this slot. Couldn't couldn't you you can always can't you uh, have uh, Fortress Maximus in your sideboard? No, because he has to come with Cerberus. Uh, yeah, Fortress, yeah, Fortress Maximus isn't even 25 stars. I think he's like 14 mm -hmm. stars or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right, because then you'd have to have... Yeah, never mind. Yep, it's almost like they that's thought stupid. about this. <laughs> uh, so, Sean, I'll let you uh, talk about this one um, to wrap up kind of our, our cursory look at the rules roundup. Crystal of Power... What's his interaction with Sound Blaster looking like? Uh, well, uh, with Crystal of Power, it states that when you attack, that you destroy the Crystal of Power at the end of battle. Now, Sound Blaster's ability that when he attacks, you can go and get a Black Pip, you know, weapon from your scrap pile and equip him. Now, if you do that when he attacks and then you put the crystal of power on him, it won't be scrapped because the crystal of power triggers at the beginning of the when you attack, not after the attack has begun and abilities have been going. So that means sound bla if it's in your scrap pile, sound blasters can attack, bring that in, and then he has a plus three, plus two for the battle day. And then it will last through defense until he attacks next. Yeah. So now 
Another interesting thing is, let's say you put a shoulder holster on him that allows an extra weapon, and let's say he has a crystal of power on him, then you can constantly is keep attacking and adding a crystal of power, and only one would be destroyed. So every time he attacked, then he'd have basically two crystal of powers on him. Right, and so that that allows him if he's targeted on the next on the next phase for the uh, opposing player who just defended, he'll lose his crystal power when he battles next. But yeah, you can. It definitely sounds like you're going to be tapping into some yeah. uh, some voodoo with that. Yeah, because you know that's plus three, plus two per crystal power. So you know theoretically he could have you know, two crystal of powers on him at one time, even on defense. So, you know, it, uh, it, it sounds, sounds pretty heinous. Yes. And I think you're probably, I would probably bet that when a tournament season starts up, we're going to see sound blaster on the top of those lists. That's what I think. Oh, we'll see. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll note this day. Bold <laughs> words. I think I think Stefan's gonna make a Sound Blaster deck, and then Sound Blaster's price is gonna jump about twenty five, thirty percent. I think Sean should make a a Sound Blaster deck and jump these prices up. <laughs> let me let me go ahead and buy them up all right now. Yeah, yeah. Sean. get them while they're low. Get in the lab. <sighs> yep. That's yeah. You also have to get uh, what is it? Windblade from Rise of the Combiners. Get her while she's low because maybe one day Combiners will be OP enough where you can run her and it'll be <laughs> worth it, even with her stratagem. Oh, well, her, her stratagem was trash. One star for a plus one plus one. That's not. I I don't understand. Rather, like I mean I'd I know they have don't a leap yeah. of faith. Yeah, I don't understand. Like some of their their stratagems are like funky in the. In the power, oh, yeah. even even Decepticon King Starscream is like they man. they should have made her stratagem two stars and then allowed her ability to work on any. Mm, mm-hmm. Then she would have been dangerous and usable. Yeah, still would have been a glass cannon, but right. or 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 her ability instead of working on combiners will work on Titan Masters too. Mm, then mm-hmm. that would make it a little more usable. That would make be it a one star. Yeah. Well, and, and then you know, a lot of people are talking about this Sky Shadow uh, and, and trying to do something with him. So he is—he's uh, maybe not a combiner in the, uh, you know, the the sense that we think about, but he is a combiner. So uh, if if he if there's some prevalence with Sky Shadow, uh, we could we could definitely see her come in there to you know put the squash down on that maybe in a sideboard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. well uh closing thoughts thank you all for listening i know it's been a minute um but hopefully the wait was worth it uh you can definitely check out and we we hope you will check out the sealed stratagems episode one and two with sean where he does a deep dive on sealed strategy and how uh, those those sets uh, not only sets one through four but titan masters attack how that uh, looks in terms of sealed strategy 
take a look. I appreciate everybody who did take a look already. Uh, I'm sure, Sean, you're going to be kicking another one of those out soon. Um, definitely some of the most popular, not some of the most, the most popular videos on the channel. And I don't think oh. it just has to do with the giveaways, but some really solid content. So great job with that. Yeah, and I'll uh, also give out a shout out to Dan Preston in Wales. He won the the uh, contest, so I got the stuff sent out to him. So hopefully he'll uh, receive it someday soon. All the way over across the pond, as mm -hmm. they say in the business, I think. Mm, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> All right, guys. Until the next episode, I've been Cam. We've had Brandon and Sean. And we'll speak to you again real soon. Later. Take it easy.